is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, Get Unstuck Nation. So today, Get Unstuck team up with the expert with Rachel Foy from Wealth Wound Healing. Rachel Foy is the Wealth Wound Healer and creator of the Scare um, Feminine Manifestation Method, helping women entrepreneurs and coaches. Heal so that they can own their work and create limitless wealth, trauma, and its impact on business and making money. Thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio today, Rachel. Thank you for the introduction, Matita. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We're, we've just had a bit of snow in England, so everyone's a bit excited. <laughs> Snowing already. Yeah, we, ha- we don't get snow very much and we have, there's a lot of snow at the moment in some parts of the United Kingdom. So yeah, everyone's a little bit excited at the, at the snow outside. February, yeah, isn't it? That's really delayed. Yeah, well, we don't really get much snow. It's normally raining. England rains a lot, so snow's quite exciting. Yeah, I just um, repatriated from Belfast back to Thailand, actually. So okay, okay. Yeah, well, I hear you. Where about in the UK you are right now? Uh, so I am just south of Manchester in the northwest. Um, so Manchester is very well known for the rain, but we won't talk about weather. We'll talk about other things. Yeah, let's talk about you then. So how you become entrepreneur, Rachel? Oh my goodness. How did I become? Um, so I started my first business in 2007 now. So the, yeah, it's so quite a while ago. Um, I've had different businesses. I've done different things. Some things have worked. Some things have failed quite spectacularly. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been just very, I suppose, curious and and intrigued about the whole entrepreneurial journey. And I've just always wanted to carve my own way. I'm I don't like being told what to do. So being my own boss has always been something that I've that I've really wanted. Um, and, you know, like I said, this is now who I am. This is what I've done for such a long time. Um, and I'm very grateful for it, really. So I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. And what you have been doing, like many businesses and how it's been up to be the healer then? Uh, yeah. So it's quite, um, it's quite interesting how all of this has evolved, as it can do for a lot of people, to be honest. So I started my first business in 2007 was around food and nutrition. So I trained as a nutritional therapist. I was studying homeopathic medicine at the time. Um, So I started doing a lot of work around like food and nutrition and like holistic health. Um, And then after that, I wanted to know more about how the mind and body worked. 
So I ended up training in hypnotherapy, NLP, EFT, a lot of like neuroscience-based techniques, which then evolved into other interests, which then carried on growing into like healing and energy work. Um, and fast forward to now and sort of the end of 2000, or sort of, yeah, end of 2020. So not, a, not a long time ago, um, the wealth wound healing was like the next evolution of everything that I'd been doing. So I've worked with people for over a decade now around like mindset and sort of therapy and a lot of trauma work as well, like childhood trauma, healing things. Um, and I realized that I had such a passion about money and making money as a business owner and also a huge passion about people making really good money with the gifts that they have to share and quite often these two things aren't always kind of compatible because there are quite you know there are things that can stop us you know beliefs and self-worth and things that we've experienced and this is where the wealth wound was discovered after delving into some of my personal things about probably a couple of years ago now um, and yeah, this is, this is where I am and this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So how it all started, like what is actually wealth wound? So the definition that I give for wealth wound is it's, it's the things that can really just stop us from having everything that we desire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wealth is, wealth is obviously about money, but we can also be wealthy in all ways. It's abundance. It's being wealthy in love and fun and happiness and energy and all the things that often we also want as well. And wealth wound is really starting to look at all of those things that really prevent us from having everything that we desire. And this is, yes, this is money work and it's money mindset and it's money story, but actually it's a lot deeper than that. And it fundamentally is about healing those things that are preventing us from having what we desire. And quite often they can be things around self-worth, as I mentioned, um, things to do with self-belief, things to do with self-confidence and trauma as well. So there is a lot of connection around unhealed trauma and wealth wound because quite often all of us carry unhealed things like you know we all experience life and quite often there are things that we haven't healed and fully processed or let go of and they can still be with us years and years and years later and they don't have to necessarily be like the really big sort of trauma things that most people think of when I when they hear the word trauma it can be anything you know anything that has traumatically affected us it can impact who we are as a person and then that can impact how we show up in our business it can impact the money that we make um, it can affect how we charge how we receive money how we keep money so it's really about healing us as individuals so that we can really open ourselves up to receiving as much as we desire to receive so when you say that it's like the word that you mentioned um so the wound meaning that it's already healed right but something that hasn't been healed so it's like open wound Am I yeah yeah so the, the reason why i use the word wound and i don't use the word wound to suggest that everybody is wounded and therefore it's like victim mindset and it's very mm-hmm. like negative and like low energy it's about 
having an appreciation, I guess, that a wound is, as you said, it's something that hasn't fully healed. And wounds can be little, they can be really big, they can be really deep. And what I notice, particularly in the coaching world around money, is there are a lot of superficial money mindset conversations that happen. You know, it's, it's come on, just believe in yourself and you can do it. Or you tell yourself that you are a money magnet every day. And that's great, but it's like putting a plaster or a band-aid on a wound that has got healing to do. And quite often the wound can be around, you know, the traumas and the, the beliefs that we have that are really quite negative towards who we are. Like they, they are the things to be healed because when a wound is healed, it's closed for good. You know, it's like a wound that hasn't fully healed can keep reopening again. Um, and I see this a lot. You know, I've, I've been in the therapy personal development space for over a decade now and I've worked with so many people and it's it's quite surprising how people can often get into that cycle of trying to fix themselves all the time now I need to fix something I need to make something better I need to I need to make myself better in order to get the thing that I want um, and although there can be an element of healing might be required in certain areas it's really about understanding the little tiny things that might still keep being reopened, they're the things to be healed. It's not everything. It's its the things that can often just keep coming back up, like repeated patterns. Yeah, I feel you. Like, I still have many things. Like, I think one of the things from my side would be I was a control freak. So I try to, like, get in control with things, but actually I should let it go so there are things that I can control and I cannot control like I have to keep reminding myself all the time and it is something that like you say is a repeat habit right yeah um yeah I understand that so when a client comes to you how would you be able to discover this little thing Yes. So what I tend to do when I work with someone, some people are very clear and they already know. So for example, somebody might be very aware that they sabotage whenever they're making like progress or if like more money's coming in, they sabotage it. So they already know there's something there. Um, for other people though, and I actually do this for anyone anyway, or everybody, I initially do what's called a wealth wound like mapping session. And in that wealth wound mapping session, we quickly start to identify the most significant beliefs and coding, um, which can hold people back. And that can actually affect their relationship with money and manifesting so that they can rapidly start experiencing abundance like in their life and in their business um, so that they can have the freedom to, to, again, to have whatever they desire. So there's a way that I work with people initially so that we can get really clear on what those issues, beliefs, codes, wounds might be, because obviously it's very different for everybody. And sometimes the things that people think might be the thing holding them back isn't necessarily the thing, it's something else. Mm. Um, so that can, that can also be quite interesting for people to, to kind of explore that before they even start. Yeah, and this thing can change by time, isn't it? Like it's quite situational. I don't know how to explain that, but it's not like something that's permanent though, but it's like the trigger itself. Something yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, triggers 
although triggers are very uncomfortable, I always say that triggers are just like a pot of gold because when things bother us, there potentially can be something there within us that maybe we can explore. Again, it's not to say that we need to fix it in any way, but it's about being curious. You know, why did that bother me? Why did I get upset when I read that? Or why did that person saying that made me feel this way? Like there can always be things that we can learn about ourselves. Um, and that absolutely can change, but it's more about recognizing either the repeated things, any kind of repetition of behavior is often a clue that there's something on a deeper level that keeps being like reactivated. Um, and also the things that might make someone feel just really bad about themselves, you know, questioning whether they can or they don't believe that they have the ability or they doubt themselves or they compare themselves to other people. Even if that's not something they do all the time, if it's something that they are aware of when it happens, again, there could be something there that might be connected to this, to the wealth wound in some way. Um, so yeah, it changes, but it's more about recognizing the, the more significant things that keep coming up for people as there will be. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I definitely, I bet, I bet, I'm not definitely believe that I bet. You definitely, you might have encountered those who go to rabbit holes with it. It seems endless for someone. So some people around money stuff can keep looking for solutions all the time, you know, and, and this is, I actually put a post on um, social media about this a few days ago, like having been in the therapy personal development space for the length of time that I have, there is a toxic side to it. There is a dark side to it. There is a side that can keep people stuck and very dependent on trying to fix themselves. And, you know, certainly with the way that I work with people, this isn't what we're doing. It's, it's um, I believe people can heal fast. I believe you don't need to spend decades in therapy. I believe that you need to be crystal clear on your reasons why. And from that place, you can heal things without having to go down any rabbit holes and having to keep trying to find the next thing. That's what I, that's what I truly believe. But I do also acknowledge, as you've just said, Amartita, that some people, do just keep going down rabbit holes. It's like, well, this bit, I'm gonna do this, bit, and now I'm gonna do this bit, and now I'm gonna look at this bit, and now I'm gonna heal this bit. Um, there is a faster and easier way to step more into our power, particularly around money and wealth, as opposed to thinking that we need to fix and heal every layer, everything, every issue, because um, that would just keep somebody stuck in that cycle of not feeling good enough until they've healed all of their things. I think the first time that I encountered my money transformation, I don't even know how to put that word. I was really thinking that I wasn't good enough to ask for the credit card number. I remember on the sales call, I remember it very clear. And it's actually after that day, I changed my belief that facing my own fear of not being accepted makes money for me you know so yeah it's just like that click so whoever i feel fearful for that could be my client because they actually challenge me to help them in that yeah. yeah i i i don't know from like anyone who's listening to this comment below what is your experience but what do you have encountered for your clients 
it varies like there's so many different things and issues and reasons why people feel that they suppose can't make more money have more money receive more money step more into their prices what they're doing it really does vary from so many so many people but I think that not being good enough is one of the biggest is one of the big ones to be fair that that does come up quite often for a lot of people for so many reasons um feeling that they are maybe like worthless or like not worthy of what they want or worthy of what they're charging or worthy of like you know asking for that amount of money so worth self-worth self-belief self-trust a lot of self-stuff always um and all of those things can come from so many so many places now it can be personal experience that someone's had themselves um so maybe something happened during their personal life experience that made them not feel good enough or it made them not feel noticeable or it made them not feel deserving or worthy um i do also work on sort of different levels of healing so it's not just our personal life story it's also our collective and ancestral stuff um particularly as like sort of women business owners like women are not really coded to make money in the way that men are i know that sounds quite controversial but there is an element of the money story around men and women like masculine and feminine like that's also different um there's also the i said about collect the collective stuff some people believe in past lives and that's totally fine so it might be past life stuff that they've carried with them um but yeah they're they're not good enough not worthy enough not deserving enough they're three they're three of the big ones for sure can you explain a little bit more about the feminine and masculine energy thing i'm not a spiritual person i'm very sorry i have <laughs> no 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 I don't have no list about that at all like at all. no need to apologize so um so the method that i created around sort of wealth wound um it's called the sacred feminine manifestation method and this isn't to kind of sort of push aside any masculine or this is not about you know patriarchal feminism at all we actually need masculine and feminine to have a successful business we need both which is again often what people don't realize they tend to fall more into one or the other um so sort of the energetics around wealth and money are really fascinating like money energetically is very masculine masculine energy is about structure and support and kind of like the sort of the boxes it's it's the strategy and masculine energy of of money is is what that is and in order for that to come in with ease magnetically the more that we can be in our feminine which is about receiving and flow and allowing um as opposed to being like making doing pushing expecting it to be a certain way the more that there's magnetism there like masculine and feminine are obviously magnetic it's like they they connect together and this has got nothing to do with gender it's got nothing to do with who we identify as we all have masculine and feminine energy and it's about being aware of that um but in terms of the suppose the coding that i referenced something that i recognized for myself was that a lot of the money story things that i'd been doing and the money block work that i'd been doing and the money work that i'd been doing was very kind of generic and actually i realized that as a i identify as a woman as a woman i had experienced kind of unconscious beliefs and coding around wealth which i believed are different to what someone that i identify as as a man would have purely because certainly 
in the upbringing that I had it was very like dad went to work and mum stayed at home mm. um that sort of yeah that kind of social acceptance I guess mm. um and I see that a lot in my clients as well that quite often they are still carrying some kind of that belief about stepping more into their power as a woman and becoming powerful wealthy rich women is something consciously they're almost fearful of because it's not something that generationally has been allowed within their their family line and also collectively if we kind of step sideways um so this is also a big part of, of wealth wound it's it's acknowledging that sometimes we do also carry a lot of these beliefs and codings that aren't ours personally but we're still holding on to them and epigenetics which is a branch of science of um well genetics it has confirmed that we do carry and we do hold trauma through our DNA so if we are holding therefore the beliefs and traumatic imprint of our ancestors up to sort of seven generations some people say it's more but let's say seven we're also carrying a lot of those beliefs around money abundance wealth making money keeping money that we probably aren't fully consciously aware of but that will be affecting how we show up in our businesses that's quite fascinating yeah and how we solve that then <laughs> come and work with me <laughs> come yeah. and experience wealth wound stuff <laughs> wow that's gonna that's gonna be a really long routine to like unplug wow it's yeah. it can yeah. be it can well i say it can be it depends on your perception so for me personally and i'm putting this into context I, as I said, I've been in business since 2007 mm. and up until about two years ago, I'd spent such a long time working on money mindset. You know, I'd, I'd worked with coaches, I'd bought programs, I'd, I'd done a lot of money work, money block stuff. And although it had kind of helped to some degree, my business had kind of gotten to a plateau, like it wasn't getting any bigger. And no matter what I did, it didn't seem to make any difference. And the reason why I discovered Wealth Wound is because I became curious about this ancestral collective um, sort of epigenetics thing, because I hadn't looked at it. I'd looked at my personal story. And in my personal story, there wasn't really anything significant about money. I'd had a healthy relationship with it. My parents had, there wasn't any, anything that I could like physically connect to why I couldn't make more. Um, so I actually did some some personal work and therapy work and healing work around ancestral stuff around being a woman who does a lot of healing and energy work. And that made a massive difference for me that my revenue actually almost tripled during the pandemic. And it had nothing to do with me looking at my personal stuff. It was the ancestral wound, the feminine wound of really stepping into that place of it's safe and okay to become rich and wealthy so that coding that ancestral coding that can often keep us very small and safe was what i worked through that impacted my business so significantly that i realized and this is actually how wealth wound appeared it was discovering mine doing some work through that that i realized that actually i've got a lot to share about this now because it's 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 true. Like I believe that it's true. It's made a massive difference. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I never thought about it that way. Like this is very enlightening conversation. Wow. 
yeah people yeah, I, I, I'm frozen because I'm thinking about my ancestors what they have done well do you know what though I, and I, I was actually talking about this um this morning I was doing a workshop in in one of my group programs and we were talking about this and and how we never really question sort of that ancestral connection but you know I know you said you aren't particularly spiritual Matita but we can't deny that like we are the making of our parents who are the makings of their parents who are the makings of their parents yeah. so that kind of coding is something that we do have within us to some degree whether it's a big part of who we are or whether it's like a thing that's just in the background um, but the ancestral connection to money is fascinating because we are arguably one of the first generation of women who are fully allowed or allowing themselves to be all of themselves, make the money, do the businesses, do all the things and have all the things. Like a generation ago, that still wasn't really what women were kind of doing, if you know what I mean. And certainly two generations ago, that was definitely true. So we're already stepping into a different place around money and wealth and abundance compared to one generation earlier. But that's not to say that we aren't still limiting ourselves based on what our perceptions and beliefs are about money and abundance yeah it reminds me to think about when my mom told me about my grandmothers like how they started business and chanting and stuff like you 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 made me realize that there are some plots that happen again in my life like it makes sense but i deny that i'm there you know that is the thing. I think I think it's that way. Like I am in denial that I do some similar thing. So in Thai, um, this is kind of funny, but like my dad, for example, um, we are not living, we were not living together when I was very young for many years. But my yeah. mom always complained that I'm really like him, even though he haven't taken care of me, you know? So yes. These things are like in our genes somehow. I, I think it makes sense now when you mention that and it, it makes me realize many stories. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And just quickly about the masculine, I often see with my clients that have a strange relationship with money, they can have a strange relationship with the masculine with men because money and men are energetically the same. So, oh. <laughs> yes. So if somebody really wants to step into their full power and allow full wealth and abundance to come into their world, healing wealth wound is quite often, it's not actually about the money, it's about the other things. So one of my clients recently, we've been doing quite a bit of work on her healing, her past relationships that haven't worked out and her perception that men let her down, men are never good enough, men don't stick around for her that's the same as money like the energetic beliefs and programs are exactly the same so the more that she's making peace with the masculine the more money's starting to come into her business because it's an energetic match it's like it's really fascinating it's funny that you mentioned that so my previous relationship the day that he ghosted me the day after I got three thousand dollars like like that like wow okay and since then my business like take off like for real like this is yeah. fact. <laughs> spooky I know, <laughs> <Or not. laughs> like say that and i'm just like 
yes it happens <laughs> yeah no it's so it's fascinating like energy energy can sometimes i feel have a bit of a a misunderstanding like it's 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 a conversation that some people who are very logical feel is too in the air it's too fluffy it's too spiritual it's too it's too just up here but actually the reality is the energetics of money manifesting creation wealth creation growing a business it is it is very scientific you know there's a lot of science behind energetics of everything you know it's it's not as up there as some people might perceive it to be so if anyone listening doesn't really understand much about like energy or the energetics of life it's a really fascinating thing to just look into because it's very relevant to money and to making money and to that masculine feminine within a business of you actually need both you need the containers and the structure masculine in order to receive it in which is the feminine um, and knowing how to play in both of those energies is how you can quantum leap and, and super grow the thing that you're doing yeah 100% I mean I I always claim that I'm not spiritual but I'm Buddhist right so I <laughs> every day but i mean i don't know i don't know what you guys think but um i think i said this quite often but my prayer every morning what i say because i felt like i used to live with people who drain my energy a lot and i decided to stay with those who uplifting me instead mm. and i always pray that those who like drain my energy or make me um, anxious or unstable I let them go to their path and I'm happy for them like I love them enough to let them go like that's what yeah. I say and yeah. that for me is very hard to accept you know because like I want to be accepted in that sense but if that is not gonna happen so um, I prefer to have peaceful life instead so that's making money so if I have to be like um hanging out with a particular group of people who uplifting me why not really have relationship like not even think about it right now because i have other focus and having a better will i would prefer that mm. way right now like mm. and, and this is logical for me not spiritual like not a woo woo thing you know i'm not a woo woo thing but i just go to temple a lot <laughs> no and i can understand that actually I'd absolutely. And I, th I think, yeah, I think it's the definition as well. And, and what we believe to be spiritual, like spirituality, again, can have so many meanings for so many people. Like for me, spirituality is about connection, it's connection to my truth, connection to my higher self. Maybe for some people, it's connection to a God or the universe, or maybe it's all of those things. Um, but just kind of just realizing or recognizing our own power like that for me is still part of being spiritual it's being a spiritual being um and that's that's a prime example you know you choosing that for yourself that's you stepping more into your personal power of saying i don't want this i don't i won't tolerate this anymore um which also is connected to money because money is about you stepping more into your personal power you know if there's something within your life that's draining your power so people that are toxic or bringing you down, if you can take your power back in that area, that's how you start getting more of your personal power together. And that's the container that money likes to come into. Like money is about your personal power. So yeah, completely. I 100% agree with you. Like 
yeah it i think i think one of the things that well we don't want that to happen but sometimes you have to experience something that is like um a big cool story mm. yeah life absolutely. is up and down so so you're able to understand why this happened and why you become to the person who you really want to be even though yeah. we don't want to experience that but life always give you lessons that you can transform and you can help others right and choose absolutely yeah absolutely i think that's also that um suppose like emotional intelligence isn't it it's like mm. recognizing that we can always choose to see or interpret any situation in whatever way we wish to and we can always choose whether something is a lesson or whether it's something that's not a lesson and i and i'm the same as you i choose to see everything as happening for me there's a lesson in it there's something that can be part of my growth and my evolution um and that's something that i have to choose every day because quite often our human side might see something and see it in a very negative destructive uncomfortable way or we get to choose to see it in a in a different way that empowers us i guess i think many people not really think about that that it took courage not not courage courage to 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 double ask yourself like for example um i just got my first car accident yesterday and let me tell you <laughs> oh no i couldn't break that like i go down the bridge and i just like couldn't stop and i just got hit i hit another person so it's my fault and i blame myself so hard like i have this guilt thing with me that like i feel so bad but i say sorry for the first time that i see the driver and i mean they also about to go to um put the air into the tear i don't know how you call that in english so do i same situation same places same destination but this thing happened and it's because of me so i'm just like oh my gosh so what happened oh i have to call insurance right the first thing first and everything have been handled very smooth hmm like nothing wrong no fight everything peaceful they even asked me am i hurry you know like kind of funny but this is my first accident and i'm a bit freaked up and also there like her she the driver is also female um she also it's also her accident as well and i'm like okay we are in this together so it's it's become like that because yeah very sincere yeah surprisingly and yeah i i couldn't believe it it's it's just like that and i chose to and here's the thing um i i keep asking myself about why why this happened why this happened but i have to drive back home anyway and and i just like okay i let myself to feel sorry today but tomorrow is going to be better so my human side still like take over from me yeah, of course and yeah. i feel bad i feel bad for her and i feel bad for my car because i consider <laughs> my car as a human like she <laughs> she even have a name and oh I, no got <laughs> her sick like i just want to take her to take care of actually and i'm like i feel so yeah. bad for her yeah so yeah anyway it's true it's true that you have to take courage to bring back yourself to be on your feet 
every time, like whatever happens, like my mentors always tells me and I have to always, always remind myself like it's okay, something that you cannot control, but take it back and live in the now. Like that's yeah. that's something that uh, it's not that easy though. I used to be the one who stuck in bed and looking at the, like the, the how you call it? the floor like all the time like when okay yeah yeah for months no one understand that it took a lot of courage to just get out of bed yeah absolutely and here you are doing this yeah i know i know it's kind of funny <laughs> but yeah just tell, sharing you with this yeah and will's journey is totally involved with a man <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um, in case anyone wants to work with you, how can they reach out to you then, Rachel? Um, so the best place is to find me on Facebook or Instagram. So I've got a very simple business. I don't even have a website. It's all done through social media, um, messenger conversations. So find me um, at Wealth Wound Healing on Facebook or Instagram. Or if you find me on Facebook, you can also send me a, a friend request and you can follow me on there as well. Cool. So everyone follow Rachel and you will get surprised like what happened today in the podcast, something that you have never discovered, but it could change your life. Thank you again to be a guest of Get Unstuck Radio today, Rachel. Thank you for asking me. Have a lovely day. See you later. Thank you. I hope this episode inspired you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.